You are listening to the Plant-Based Performance Podcast. I am Kayla Slater, your host, plant-based marathon runner, registered dietitian, online nutrition and run coach, and plant-based foodie. This show is about giving plant-based endurance athletes and active individuals evidence-based information and practical advice so you can be healthy and perform at your best. You will hear from me as well as other clinicians or coaches on how you can live a plant-based lifestyle for your health and performance. Let's go. Hello, welcome back to Plant-Based Nutrition and Running Tips with Coach Kayla. I am Coach Kayla. I'm an online dietitian, nutrition, and running coach specializing in working with plant-based endurance athletes. And today is another episode, and we are going to be talking about stress fractures and nutrition. So really talking about uh, you know, what are, what do you, what should you be doing in order to, to, uh, to prevent or treat through nutrition when you have a stress fracture? What should you be eating? What are the foods you should be eating? What are the nutrients we should be focusing on? All of that kind of stuff is what we're going to be focusing on today. So hopefully this will be a great episode for you. If you are injured, if you've had a stress fracture before, um, hopefully this will be helpful for you. Um, And if you haven't, that is good. You're doing something right. Um, But maybe this will also be good for those that, you know, if this does happen to, maybe you want to come back to this video someday if it does, which I hope it doesn't, but it could happen and is very common or more common than you may think. So um, I wanted to start off first talking about um, the importance of nutrition when it comes to injuries and stress fractures. So stress fractures are very common. It is a overuse injury. So it's very common in runners, in dancers, any really uh, sport that somebody does something that's over and over again and has pressure on your bones. So um, most commonly, the stress fractures are, you know, either our knees or or our feet. Um, Those are usually where they happen or even our hips. So when it comes to diet and nutrition and the role that it plays, Um, 80% of your bone health is about genetics. Now, don't quote me on these percentages, but around there, about 80% is genetics. Those are, you know, that's what you can't control, right? We can't control our genetics. But the 20%, the other 20% is what we can control. And what that includes is, is nutrition and what we put into our bodies to help treat or prevent, um, you know, diseases or stress fractures. So I uh, just wanted to mention that. And I'm going to give you three tips that we're going to focus on. Number one is make sure you are eating. This is not the time for weight loss. When it comes to healing from an injury and recovery, your number one priority should be focusing on healing and recovery. Nothing else at all. I know it could be a time where you may be feeling frustrated and angry and, um, you know, maybe even FOMO or jealousy because everybody else is out there running and having a good time and you can't do it, right? And you may also think, well, 
might as well, maybe this is time that I focus on that weight loss. I encourage you uh, not to actually focus on weight loss because when we focus on weight loss, we are focusing on eating a deficiency or eating in a calorie deficiency. And the only thing with that is that you may not be eating enough. If you're focused on that, eating enough to help your body heal. So nutrition is part of the healing process and we want to make sure we're eating enough. So just like fueling when we're training for, you know, a marathon or ultra distance race or a Ironman, we want to make sure we are fueling our body properly and still eating really very similar or the same way that we are when we're training, even though we're not moving as much. Um, or maybe you are able to move a little bit, but in different ways. And if you guys are interested in learning more about, you know, some of the things that I personally have been doing or things that my clients have done before that were injured, um, I can certainly talk more about that in another video or episode and talk about, you know, what are things that you can do based on the injury that you have to stay in shape because there are ways that you can to keep moving. Um, but number one is making sure you're eating enough. This is so, so important. Don't feel like, don't focus on weight loss. Don't feel like, you know, you have to um, decrease calories. Um, we want to keep those calories up so we can um, give our bodies the nutrition that it needs in order to help heal faster in that process. Number two, the two nutrients that are important for bone health are calcium and vitamin D. So calcium, we all know why, you know, we all know calcium is important for our bone health, right? It is, you know, helps us to have strong bones, you know, when we're especially when we're younger in the younger years, we want to make sure we're eating enough calcium. And then also even as we age, we want to make sure we're having calcium, getting enough calcium, but also as athletes and, you know, doing a bone strengthening activity as running is we need to make sure we're getting enough calcium. Um, and your calcium needs are going to be different based on your age or how active you are, or the activity that you do, all of that. But we need to make sure we're getting enough calcium. And you may also have heard if you're new to plant-based, you may be wondering, well, how do I get my calcium from plant-based foods? Well, I will tell you. <laughs> so calcium doesn't just come from dairy. We can get it from plant-based foods, but we need to make sure we're including these foods and enough of these foods. So uh, green leafy vegetables, broccoli, almonds, legumes, uh, also foods that can be fortified with calcium like orange juice. You may think, well, why does orange juice have calcium? It's actually fortified. Tofu and soy milk, those are also foods that are fortified with calcium. Um, there's also plant-based milks that are fortifying with calcium. So when you go and grab your plant-based milk, you know, maybe if you're looking to make sure to get that calcium, look at those food labels, look at the different milks, see what one has more calcium that's actually going to be beneficial for you. There are milks out there that don't have a lot of nutritional benefit because they're not fortified. Um, and you really could be essentially paying for water. So we don't want to do that. We want to be you know, everything we put into our bodies, we want to make sure it's nutritionally dense. 
So, um, you know, making sure that foods are fortified with calcium in order to get to that calcium. If you're not sure how much calcium you should be shooting for or how much to get or how to get it, you know, reach out to me. That's how I can help you. And then number two is vitamin D. Vitamin D is a hormone and it's most commonly made through our skin from the sun. So that's really how we get vitamin D. But a lot of us are nutrition or are deficient in vitamin D. And it's known that because, you know, if we live in the Northern Hemisphere, we don't get enough sun, right? So it makes sense that we don't have vitamin D or we don't, we're not getting enough vitamin D. But there are people I know that live in the sunshine state that also are deficient in vitamin D. So vitamin D is a very common deficiency, whether no matter where you live or what, um, or, you know, what, how you eat. Um, it's very common, but it, it definitely is very common in those that are plant-based or vegan for sure, because there's just not a lot of sources of vitamin D of foods that we eat. And for some reason, it is difficult for our bodies um, to convert and make, um, or can be difficult for our bodies to make from the sun. So most likely it may be a good idea to take a vitamin D supplement, but of course, talk to your doctor, talk to it, you know, your retro dietitian, um, and really make sure to know how much you should be taking, you know, what type of supplement, if it's a good supplement to take and brand, all of that is also very important to do. I will say there is, there are sources of vitamin D that, um, again, foods can be fortified with vitamin D. Um, and also mushrooms can have vitamin D in them, but that is because they are, you know, basically indirectly getting um, vitamin D from the sun because mushrooms are, uh, use UV light or they're, you know, treated with UV lights, then they can actually have some vitamin D in mushrooms. So um, how much your body actually uses that vitamin D and converts depends on how much you eat, what, how much is actually in the mushrooms. Unless you've grown these mushrooms, it's kind of hard to know, right? So that's why I say the best thing to do is actually take a supplement. And there's not many nutrients I really recommend for most people to take a supplement. Um, but vitamin D is definitely one of those, you know, for our bone health. And number three that I want to focus on here as well when it comes to bone health and healing from stress fractures or preventing or treating stress fractures with nutrition is collagen. It's really important also that we are making sure that we have good collagen production. And you may know that collagen comes from animals. Um, and it's been, you know, it's, it's definitely been a, a huge topic. And uh, this, you know, the, the supplement industry has found that so they, they make collagen supplements now because they know, you know, people are realizing that they're lacking collagen and they need more collagen, you know, when they age. But it's also important in this healing process as well, um, our prevention process. So um, how we can get vitamin or collagen and yes, collagen is not 
plant-based or vegan. So what can we do? Make sure we're getting enough vitamin C. Where do you find vitamin C? Well, our fruits and our vegetables are high, all high in vitamin C. So if you're eating enough fruits and vegetables, you should be able to get enough vitamin C or drink juice or make your own juice. Um, but make sure you're getting enough vitamin C. Vitamin C helps that production of collagen. So during this time of healing, again, make sure you're getting enough vitamin C. So number one, just to summarize everything that I just talked about, number one, make sure you're eating enough. Do not focus on weight loss. It's not the time for it. It's not the time to be in a calorie deficient. We want to make sure we're eating enough. We're getting our body the nutrients it needs. And if we're focused on calorie deficient, uh, calorie deficiency, then most likely we're not getting the nutrients that our body needs to heal. Number two, um, look at and make sure you're getting enough calcium and vitamin D, supplement if necessary. Number three, uh, increase or eat more vitamin C and like in our fruits and our vegetables in order to produce more collagen to help that healing process faster. So I hope this was helpful. If you guys have any questions at all, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you can reach out to me at Kayla Slater at RD at gmail.com. You can also find me all over social media as well. And on Facebook, Instagram, you can reach out to me at those places as well. Any of you have any questions, or if you'd like to learn more about how to work with me, that's our best way too, is just to contact me. Um, and we can get something set up to talk more about how you do that. Thanks so much, guys. And we will see you next time on Plant-Based Running Tip Tuesdays with Coach Kayla. Bye. so much for stopping by on the plant-based performance podcast if you could do me one favor and share this episode to someone you think would like it i'd be forever grateful also please leave a review by going to itunes and let us know what you would like to hear more of or if you have a question leave us a voice message thanks again so much